Hi, I'm George Stalker, and this is LastWeekend.net for the week ending September 19th, 2020. So let's find out what happened last week in .NET. .NET 5 RC1 is now available. Now it's great to see .NET 5 so close to release. The blog post, however, announcing its imminent release, uh, scared me a little bit. It says, And the first of two RCs before the official release in November, RC1 is a go-live release. You are supported using it in production. At this point, we're looking for reports of any remaining critical bugs that should be fixed before the final release. So what I'm reading is that the target demographic for .NET 5 Release Candidate 1 is people who want to use it in production and aren't afraid to encounter critical bugs. Oh, single file applications are making it into .NET 5. Okay, terminology pop quiz. Does single file application mean a single source control file? or a single output file. So to correct the lead, it's a self-contained application where a single output file is published that contains the runtime, references, and application code. Now there's also a push for single file applications where you can literally write your entire program in one source control file without the ceremony that you would normally need. The .NET team calls this a top-level statement. Naming is hard, and we as an industry are especially bad at it. Now, .NET Standard is going away. In this blog post from the program manager of the .NET team, they talk about if you actually want to share code, you need to target .NET 5-0. Now, if you want just Windows for .NET 5, you target another target framework moniker called .NET 5.0-Windows. .NET Standard itself won't exist anymore. EF Core Power Tools have been updated for .NET 5 Release Candidate 1. This new release includes uh, the ability to run EF Core Power Tools with .NET 5 RC1. JetBrains is hosting a webinar on service creation via .NET Core templates. It's going to be on Wednesday, October 14th at 10 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, minus 4 UTC. Now, if you're interested in learning more about .NET API templates, give this webinar a shot. I'm not really sure what they mean by service here, whether it's microservices or some other usage, but that's really an us problem. We've tragically overloaded that term. Now, let's retire the name service. That and eliminating time zones is my 2024 campaign platform. Jerome Hardaway and Michael Brown talk about how hard it is to get developers to embrace .NET. Now, in a series of Twitter threads, uh, Jerome lets out that he tried to put the next framework that they were going to teach their students from Vets Who Code, and .NET lost by a vote of 121 to 1. This whole conversation over Twitter had many responses, but overall, the takeaway for us is that, that the .NET community is not seen as welcoming. Now, .NET has come a long way since its Windows-only days, and it is a wonderful application platform to use and to program in. It's by far the best experience I've ever had. Programming has been in .NET. But we have a real problem if developers who want to learn new programming languages and frameworks 
don'tchoose.net. We can go two ways here. We can listen, we can ask questions that will help us get better, or we can stick our heads in the sand and in 10 years hang out at the dumped platforms convention along with Cold Fusion and ActionScript. .NET Core has reinvigorated the .NET community in a way that I wouldn't have thought possible. But unless we act as the ambassadors .NET needs to thrive, we'll lose that momentum internally good developers at the same time. JetBrains Rider 2020.3, that's calendar versioning, will include the immediate window. Now, I'm surprised Rider has made it this long without the immediate window. I'm not sure if this is an argument for or against an MVP, but it does emphasize the bonus of switching to Calver. No one knows how old your software is. For the record, JetBrains Rider has been out for about three years. .NET Foundation will host an all-hands meeting on October 13th and 14th, 2020. Now, it's going to take place, as I said, on Tuesday, October 13th, 2020, from 11.30 p.m. to 12.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And it's going to take place via Microsoft Teams. Now, Microsoft is placing a whole lot of trust on Microsoft Teams, and we will see how it goes. And lastly, Rick Strahl talks about the perils of misusing a weight in ASP.NET Core middleware. This blog post is a good read if you're into async and ASP.NET Core middleware. And that's it for what happened last week in .NET. I'm George Stocker, and I help .NET teams deliver better software faster. If your team feels like it's struggling against the wave of feature requests and roadmap changes, reach out at www.doubleyourproductivity.io. Thanks.